This is a really good one, folks. Um, we cover relapse. Uh, both my guests today, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, uh, cover what relapse was like for them. Uh, we talk a little bit about um, what recovery looks like now. So, some really funny stories, some great back and forth. Um, right at the end, we, uh, we cover um, some things that have happened in the past. And um, it was a really good threesome. So, hope you listen. All right, so <laughs> my first trio, my first threesome. Mm, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so before we were talking about buttholes and and uh, and everything else. So thanks for coming on. We'll leave buttholes out for now. Well, maybe later. We'll, we'll maybe. take buttholes out. Let's we'll talk about yours. It's <laughs> yours. Sound like it might be the best. I don't know that it is the best in shape. Mm, it's more like a wind. You've been, a you've wind been losing weight and working out. Yours is probably a little better. Working out is debatable. If you're talking like lifting pizza up, that's working out. (laughs) So smoking crack, that's not working out? No. No? Okay. I was never really a big crack smoker anyway, man. Right. I enjoyed a little crack once in a while. (laughs) Recreational crack, you know, on the weekends, weekend warrior. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't an upper. I was the one that called fucking ambulance on myself when I got too high. (laughs) I literally had called one time when I was 19 or 20 and the guy actually told me to sit on the edge of the couch and strain as hard as I could. And it continued to drop my heart rate. And basically at the end of the day told me that I was where a lot of people were trying to get. So when I I got to that point, I called, I called help. That's, that's That's what people like. Yeah. That's enjoyable for some. There were a lot of good stories when I was in school, like urban legend type shit where like dudes would eat whole bags full of Coke and fucking like have to go to the (laughs) hospital because they exploded in their stomachs. It's all bullshit. Now you have dumbass kids doing that on monster or, yeah. Or they take a bunch of, you know, Molly or whatever and take Viagra too. And they literally have to have their dicks drained with needles. (laughs) Sometimes never regain function. Really? It's a thing. It is a thing that people do. What happens when you throw Tide Pods on top of it? Right. All of them. So, uh, so yeah, I think one of the things we were going to talk about is kind of relapse and what's that, what that looks like. And maybe. Yeah. You got two old pros here. What led to it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, no. I don't know if it, I continue to do that thing where I'm like, oh, I've never relapsed, but there were many times before I actually came to a program that I had periods of abstinence, like total abstinence, and then continued to use again. Look, I'm going to be just as forthcoming as I can, and I'm going to see how many times I can Can you say, do me a favor so, real quick? Uh, Take the fucking mask off the bottom of your chin. No. I don't know if I could look at you like that the whole it time. It hides my double chin. It makes me feel secure. <laughs> We're not isn't videotaping that the, Isn't that the glory of that, though? It is. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It's a I nice... have a beard. Oh, that's I right. also don't yeah, have he a can double just, chin, though. He can just flip it up over his mouth. <laughs> He's one of the fucking people that <laughs> doesn't <laughs> believe in the shit's fake. Okay. Dummy walrus. Should, Anyways. Should we really have a conversation about that, Ray? No, we're not going to. Look, we're going to go back this way, and I'm going to say so at least 150 times. What I'd really like to start out before we start talking about this is no, never mind. I'm not going to go there. We'll wait for that. We have we have a plan for you too. Yeah, we're going to drop some heat on you. (laughs) Good, good. So we have a um, surprise. But when we're talking about relapse, right? Like I don't really truly think that, and I think Danny would agree with this. Like I don't think that any time. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I don't think that any time that I've ever picked back up was a true relapse because both times that I've decided that I was going to use again, I was so fucking far away from anything related to recovery that that every time that I hear relapse defined in, in the rooms, it's always been, you know, somebody that, that makes an active choice to use while they have the answers. Like I was so far away from perspective from people that knew me outside of you, like you were an exception you know, but I, I distanced myself because I was slowly, you know, making that decision subconsciously and I didn't want to have that accountability. I just wanted to be able to do whatever the fuck I wanted. So like I wasn't involved in going to meetings. I wasn't involved with fucking people that knew me well outside of you. You're the exception. You know, I would fuck with the people that, you know, wouldn't give a shit if I did that or not, that would accept that. And like, that was cool with them. And that's what it was like. And I, that's my experience, like both times that I've, that I've actively chosen to decide to pick up again, 
it was that situation. Like I, I would walk away slowly, slowly. And then somewhere in the back of my mind, I was talking to another addict about this today over the phone. Cause she reached out to me because of the shit that's going on in my personal life right now. Right. But, um, you know, it's almost like this weird resentment, like, fuck you. I'm going to show you. And it's both times I've had that mentality. Like it's, I, I can do this now mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And <clears throat> then I feel justified while it starts. And then I realize like I, my happiness trickles away a little bit. And like, then I start to feel the r- serious, like real effects of what that is. <laughs> like all the joy, everything that like the last time I was in here, we talked about, you know, spiritual awakenings and like going to a meeting and seeing people that I knew and like, those things brought me happiness and all that shit went out the window. Like there's no driving in my car, getting chills, being happy because I'm doing something right. It's fucking just, you know, it's just miserable really. So just to recap for anybody that's listening and typical, um, self-centered, self-entitled addict, uh, fashion, fashion, Mm -hmm. you've come up with your own definition for relapse. No. Okay. And then you also stated what... Yeah, maybe. Def- all right. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Then yeah, you, all then, right. Well, fuck. Yes, I did. Then I did. You, then I you stated the definition from the book and then reiterated <clears throat> that definition. So it was a relapse. Just for anyone thinking that when he said it wasn't a relapse, it is a relapse. Okay, cool. This is the game we're going to play today. You ready <clears throat> we're for gonna some have real for, fucking fun? Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> okay, here for. Okay, cool. All that's right. what we're here for. That's all right. I'll trim it out. So okay. Can, you so, can call me Dirk. No, but... <laughs> So I, I understand what another addict was sharing. Yeah. Um, you know, definitions aside, um, semantics aside, for me, you know, it, it was the same kind of situation where it was, it's <clears throat> like I was very proud of this time I've had, I had accumulated. And at one time I felt like there was some recovery involved. Mm-hmm. For a couple of years, you know, I worked 12 steps. I had, you know, I, I, I followed up with my sponsor, probably not as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, and I put in a little work and then I thought I had achieved something. And I also didn't feel like I just wanted to use. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I got this shit licked. Right. <clears throat> I got it beat. Um, and it's real easy to be like, well, you know, p- make excuses to spend your time doing other things. Well, it's, it's important to spend time with your uh, spouse, your children, concentrating on right. work, working out, whatever it is that you like and think that that's going to fill the void. Um, yeah, I'm and living. I'm living life. Exactly. It's like this is why I got clean to live life. And it's like yes, but you can also participate in recovery and stay close to people who aren't going to rubber stamp your shit, mm-hmm. um, and who are going to know if there's something going on with you. And you know, I I clung and, and towards the end, I clung, you know, tightly to that time. But like, I couldn't hold on to that just based on the fact that I possessed it. It was it was you know, I was eventually was going to go away, and, and and then it just became a situation where you know I found ways to. Um, you know, I had, I had legitimate pain, but, but I'm, you know, some of it obviously became manufactured mm-hmm. after a while and it was easy to just be like, I'm just, I'm just treating this ailment that I have, you know, um, MD style. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's like, well, this is used to treat pain and I have pain and. Absolutely. Um, he wrote himself the prescription. That's why his coffee cup says <laughs> MD after his fucking name. He that's got the exactly NDC, his why. own NDC number. Yes, he does. <clears throat> that's right. Um, but yeah, so I, so I understand what he's saying. So we, you know semantics aside yes it's 100 percent a relapse mm-hmm. um there's no question about it but to me <clears throat> it's like it, the way that it happened because i just drifted away from recovery and i think um that this guy over here did too um, oh fucking 100 yeah, it's just one of those things that was yeah. an inevitability so and yeah then i have a motherfucker <clears throat> over here that calls me every three days and my phone's ringing at fucking eight <laughs> o'clock at night and i'm like i gotta answer this motherfucker's call right yeah, now right. Like, fuck this dude yeah, and then I'm like, I'm concerned about you. Yeah. You're not talking to me. Yeah, and then I would feel you're, guilty. You're going through an right. awful lot. This yeah. is concerning me. And then he's the dick, and it's like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this asshole's actually got the audacity to call me because like, he's he concerned to about see me. see how I'm doing. Yeah, what the fuck is his problem? I'm not taking this stupid fucking call. I'm busy thinking about how I'm going to get high. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, 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 like I said, I've had periods, so I, I'll just speak quickly to. Were they heavy the or were they abstinence? light? Were they heavy or light periods? I'm an, extra, super? I'm an, I'm an extra wide insert. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. That's not a so slim, super. Not a slim flow. A couple supers. Not a slim flow. Right. I have a level seven panis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's definitely a Campbell's soup can somewhere <laughs> with a string tied to it and wrapped in cotton. That's where there's you're going. There's a couple air quotes from the rooms with that name attached to it. Yeah, that's I understand um, that, actually. That's um, true. 
But yeah, so you know, I my <laughs> my first one was DUI, I abstinent. Second one was uh, uh, birth of my found out about my daughter. Went got my own two weeks worth of uh, detox meds and made it for about three weeks. Now hold on so, a second. Now I'm going to stop you because yeah. what I was trying to express to you before, like, can you call those relapses? Mm. Because you me, just I gave had, me I, shit. I had no program at all. Right. Okay, but that's exactly anything. what I'm trying to express to you is that there was zero okay, involved so that in makes this. total sense. Yeah, yeah like there was that. no fucking recovery whatsoever. So I like when I that. say I picked up or there was like the exact shit that you're saying, like that's just choosing <clears> that makes total sense. That's not a fucking relapse. So redefining what a relapse is, no. Like I knew what the answer was. So we'll just was. call it deciding to use again. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. fine. I like that. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just um <clears throat> like like a lot of people I'm sure could agree with, you know, I wish that I had known about a program back then. Right. I thought that going to the rooms of any room, wherever you went, that they just sold drugs, you know? So something I wanted to ask both of you, what was the, what was the moment like, if you could just talk to it, when you made a decision to pick up? Oh, that's good. Do you want to go or you want me to go? Like I want a two part question, two part answer here. One is like, what was the decision and mental thoughts was it a was it an instantaneous i'm using was it a day a week mm, what like the this. timeline was involved i can then, tell you this last time exactly what it was yeah i'm sure but i want I'm sure he can to go first all right i'll go first <laughs> <laughs> so um <clears throat> i think and I don't, i'm not gonna you know go into all the details or whatever but i had one of my migraines and they're really terrible. And sometimes the non-controlled substances that I'm actually prescribed, you know, don't take care of it. And I legitimately thought it is either. And so it was to me in that moment. And it wasn't, I wasn't looking for, I really wasn't looking for a freebie. I really didn't want to lose my clean time. Mm -hmm. I agonized over the decision. I sat there and I'm like, I'm either going to go to the emergency room, in which case they're probably going to give me, some opioids. Mm -hmm. I mean, although that's certainly my choice, there's other <clears> options <throat> that could actually treat this. Um, but I, but I thought I'm either going to have to go sit in an emergency room for four hours and puke my guts out and all this kind of stuff, or this, this, um, this drug that's very close by, you know, I can take. And I just, as much pain as I was in, um, I still sat there for a very long time. And I had considered doing this on a couple of occasions, um, when I had, you know, I've had five shoulder dislocations. I got chronic pain in my shoulders and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And in a couple of occasions, I had thought it would be real easy to just, you know, take this. I'll feel better. Mm -hmm. um, so I, so it, it kind of built up to it. And then yeah. finally, I decided I'm actually going to fucking do this. So I got a, this, it's what is an enormous dose of drugs. And, you know, in my brain, not even thinking about the fact that for over six years I haven't touched drugs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me just, I'm, I'm going to take a half, but a half is like insane. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I got really sick. I puked my guts out, but at the same time I felt I was high. Yeah. And it was like a good puke. I was, I was really <laughs> sick. <laughs> right. yeah, that's it's a good puke. I know exactly like you're puking you're rainbows about. and you just feel fucking, you know, everybody good. fucking knows. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. So, <clears throat> so, and then, so I'm like, okay, um, this was a, it was like a good experience, but it wasn't a good experience. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really feeling guilt yet because I think if I had done that the one time, I wouldn't have considered a relapse and I would have moved on with my mm -hmm. life. And I wanted to, and then, you know, I wanted to maybe do it when I needed to do it and still not think that I've relapsed or whatever. And I think. But like a false sense of control. Exactly. Like I will just use this as if I was prescribed a medication for my pain. <laughs> All of a sudden you have migraines. <laughs> right. And then, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> And he's like, got his own prescription pad he writes out at home, <laughs> fucking hangs it on the door of the refrigerator, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it became like that. It was like, oh, man, my sh and, and it's like pain. It's pain. It's legit pain, but it's mm -hmm. pain that I've just dealt with and I've taken anti-inflammatories for, whatever I would do. But all of a sudden, that pain was too much to bear because I had an option. Mm -hmm. And then it just became, it became pretty regular. Fucking um, convenient. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. And it was like, it, it, it did serve the purpose of... of helping with my pain but then guilt started coming in and i'm like all right if i stop now you know I'm, I'm not that deep into this i can still just stop and i'll pretend it didn't happen and i just wonder at what point if i didn't eventually get caught at what point would i have even admitted it you know did, if i was able to just stop while you were on. doing it at any point did the process of sobriety or recovery cross your mind um 
at the beginning. Did it? It did, definitely. Because, you know, I had been away and been going to meetings, but, you know, it's just been pounded into me. Um, which was a good thing, you know what I mean? You get pounded. Uh, There's a lot of you enjoy getting pounded. He teed that up. (laughs) He said something about coming into me and there have been a couple different phrases. Well, thank you for not, you know, jumping on that. You know, I'm jumping on it now. Go ahead. In in the future, feel free to jump on this. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw them up for you. I'll lob them up. Um, but anyway, I was getting pounded. I mean, so, (laughs) so at some, at some point, it uh, it just left. It was just like I, this is a primary need that I have. I'm going to fulfill it. Um, and you know, it moved on to um, you know the the individual who was you know was kind of allowing me for a certain period of mm-hmm. time to have a, a little bit of medication to help me. And then I just began you know stealing little pieces Diving here into and that. there, right? And then I began stealing other people's family members and stuff like that to the point where I got greedy like I always did, mm-hmm. you know, an active addiction before. We don't I'm take just like, one, we take, oh, we take 100. No, I'm going to take 97% of your entire prescription. Fuck that, I'm taking the whole bottle. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll leave a couple. I, I didn't even know this ever existed. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. It does not here now. It must never have existed. <laughs> what prescription? <laughs> what are we talking about? You and must so, have misplaced it. Yeah. and The it's, fucking dog must have ate it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, and that was it every time. Um... You know, it's like it was never going to be an issue where I wasn't going to get greedy. It's just, it's, I'm an addict. That's what's going to happen. <clears throat> and I eventually got myself caught. And I think for once in my life, at least, you know, in the past, um, in my active addiction, I would never admit anything, anything. There was, I would, I would, I, you know, I would lie to your face about something so ridiculously obvious. Um, and this time, the first time I got caught, I'm just like, yep, I did it. And I need help, and I need to get back to where to where I was, and that was it. And it was on that day um, that I. That so I, it was a little the the situation um, <clears throat> at work. Was that before or during your relapse? What's it? Oh, where where I? Yeah, where, where you had I, the person do the thing. Yeah. Um, was that before so, or during? So are we talking about um, when I decided I didn't feel like taking a test? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, that was during. I was would it say, okay. for sure? I was just wondering if, like those little, those little yeah. tiny bits of dishonesty perpetuate themselves and allow sure. you to take little slivers of being more dishonest. And that's funny how you put that together. I wouldn't even have thought about that, but that's like that was a big. I've always deal. wanted to ask that question. Yeah, because like you know, if if I'm if I'm a little bit dishonest today, like for example, it's been forever um, since I've been dishonest with my significant mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. But if I decided today to just be flirtatious, you know, that seems very, very simple on the, on the surface level, but that would just be, you know, from flirtatious to hundred dollars to this, cards to, this and, yeah. <clears throat> to everything, right. you know? Um, so anyway, I think there were other incidents where it was just dishonesty started, you know, like what I don't, I can't, I can't think in the moment of things, but I mean, it was definitely going that way because I think, Early on in recovery, and for some years, I was taking an inventory every day, mm-hmm. um, and I was really uh, good about that. And it just began to be like, well, you know, little little fibs here and there are going <laughs> to yeah. hurt me, but ultimately they pile up. Um, so, you know, when we were talking about that specific incident, it it, it may be that it was before I, I don't know yeah, for certain, remember. but but either way, it was just this whole just nebulous process of dishonesty. Mm-hmm. So. And I remember that too. Like you wanted to argue your side, of course. So like I was justified. Hard. I was fucking justified. So hard. Like I remember you had that conversation. I had that conversation, and it was an argument the whole time. Yeah, <clears throat> my biggest thing was just um, all three of us work so hard on career. You know, and all three of our careers are very specific, you know, um, Mm -hmm. to shift to something else. We're skilled enough. We'd be able to do that, but we're passionate about this, you know, but he probably wouldn't be passionate about something else. Um, so I was just concerned for him that he was going to, you can't jeopardize your profession. No, it's true. And you don't think about it for something silly and something that he's more than qualified to do on his own. Yeah. So it just seemed like a pointless risk to take. Oh, I justified it. You know, and again, not to get into specifics of one's life, but I hold a professional licensure. I'll say mm-hmm. that much. Oh, he had to throw that in. There. No, no, no. I knew that was coming. Not to brag. As a matter of fact, I love MD. Come on. MD. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm a physician. Uh, no. So, so there's going to be I'm, anonymous comments under this yeah. podcast oh, yeah. with like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm Dr. Ish. Uh, but, but anyway, the, the point is, the point is that I was so in that sick cycle that I would argue with you guys and. Also, it's like I told myself I was only going to, you know, the worst that case scenarios, I'm probably not even going to get in trouble at all. Maybe, you know, they'd be like, eh, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and you didn't get in much and trouble. I didn't. I ultimately, honest. I got very lucky and I could have potentially lost my professional license, which means I can't work exactly. at all. That's my point. And I'm not qualified to do anything else. Like, I'd be working at <laughs> yeah, 7-Eleven. No, you're qualified. I'd, I'd come work at another addict's uh, company. I'd probably be a roofer. What do you think about that? No, nah, dude, he would be oh, yeah. he would be a beard professional beard tickler, a yeah. beardsman. Yes, that's correct. What about so? What about yours? So I, I know where yours was. So just yeah, talk, so talk me through that process. It, it, ultimately, it's just about running <clears throat> and away from the shit that I know is good. Like at some point, I just give up. But mm -hmm. the first time we talked about the first time around, like it was In because Colorado? I no no that's that's this one. So okay. the first time was. Like 2012, I was in a really shitty relationship. Like it sucked. I wasn't going to meetings. I wasn't connected. Like I didn't have any accountability or, um, you know, any perspective because it was all gone. Like I stopped doing the things that were important to me and that provided those things. At that point, had you been through all 12 steps? No. Okay. No. Um, so the, this next time, uh, we went to, Colorado, right? And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I had the plan before I even fucking landed. You did? Oh, what yeah, did you, what dude. What did you think about? Um, I'm going to go to a fucking pot shop that's legal because that's a justification in my head. Like, if it's legal here, is it really that bad? At that point, had your significant other had already relapsed as well? Or no, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and that was, that was another piece of it. Um, you know, and it was, I, I had this person co-signing. And I didn't have anybody else in my life outside of like, like I said, like you. And I mean, at the time, I really wasn't fucking with you. So mm -hmm. um, because I was just, I guess, embarrassed, but I was also frustrated. And it was just like this cluster of fucked up emotions. And my pride and ego was such that I couldn't say, hey, I need help. I'm really struggling right <clears throat> now. It was. I'm going to go do this because I will probably find some relief here because this sucks. So this sounds like a better answer to me than just saying, Hey, I need help. Mm -hmm. And that's that. And I remember having the first time that I, I did anything the second time around, I had a bottle of Woodford reserve that was purchased for me specifically in that situation. And I took it to the city that I traveled to in a hotel room got a styrofoam cup, poured that shit in there and looked at it and stared at it and looked at it some more. And then I was like, fuck it. And I just drank it and it wasn't a lot. I didn't feel anything from it. I felt guilty, mm -hmm. but I didn't like get some kind of amazing result. And I didn't go extra ham either. I just did it like that's out of the way. What's next. Right. And then that trip to Colorado was just kind of the next phase. Right down the rabbit hole. Right. And I'm just glad that that's where it stopped. Like I got, I got scared enough and I was miserable enough in that situation to understand that I needed to just talk to you. Like I was miserable. I remember when I called you and talked to you about it, like I was in my office and I'm like, dude, I need to fucking talk to you about something like this is bothering the shit out of me. And I just want to not do this. I had pretty much known about that, but I mean, I, the number of times I talked to him about, you know, <clears throat> yeah. he's going through the most challenging shit that uh, people can go through and he's not reaching out to me at all. He's dropping sponsees. Yeah. Like I'm super fucking concerned about him. And I even told him he's going to be the new you, you know, <laughs> like this is, he's down a crazy path. Yeah. I don't have a hairy back or big biceps. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I kind of, I thought it was either an inevitability <clears throat> of what was going on in your life or you know, potentially it was already going on. It was one of the two things. It was going to happen soon or it already was happening. Mm -hmm. so, I, so I figured I'd get that phone call um, eventually. Um, Everybody said that too. It's really funny. Like the people that I know, you, you know, other people, they're all like the one person in particular that was here before um, I spoke to and he was like, yeah, I knew. 
And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I mean, fuck everybody knew <clears throat> like yeah. you were ghosts. Like nobody fucking knew you existed. And I'm like, that's fair. I didn't want you to really like, I wanted to go a different direction. I think that's such an obvious tell when anybody just stops coming around and stops communicating with you. You know, I don't, and, and I think my problem's always been not reaching out to people at all. So, you know, for me, it's like, it doesn't really mean anything because he just fucking, you should mark fucking that. doesn't. Yeah. I will. Um, and start over. If who doesn't call you, if fuckface doesn't call you, <laughs> if the Hulkamaniac, you go Debo. If Debo doesn't call you, um, it doesn't really mean anything uh, because I'm not one to reach out. Um, and and it's, it's why like, do you think that is? Um, I think for one thing, I have never been a fan of just talking. I love to talk. I love mm-hmm. to hear my own voice. Mm-hmm. I like to have conversations. Do you think there's some that. vulnerability in reaching out? Um, definitely. But but like, I'm not one of those guys who's like too, who's too Super prideful. Macho. Yeah, like absolutely not. I'll share my feelings. You know me. Like, come on now. You know that. Um, he will stop it, giving him my yeah. Balls d- like don't that. do that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very much true. <coughs> no, nah, all right. That's well. Fair. Then uh, yeah, tell, no, that's true. Tell me what you. Yeah, no, no, tell no. me what you, if you have an that's opinion. That's true. That no, 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 that's true. That's true. Okay. That's true. So, so it's not. It's not about that. I, th- I think it's like you guys are looking for a deeper answer, and it's just kind of like I don't even talk on the phone all that much. I do. I love talking. I'll, I like doing this. I love talking to you guys. Uh, the phone's not necessarily my thing, and it's like, so I'm, I'm not going to be, but if you call me, I'll probably pick up and we'll chat. And we'll I always make it a point to, to get into the phone, yeah. even though I'm on the phone. I mean, by the time four o'clock hits, I'll, I could take a hundred phone calls, oh, dude, but right. I'm still, you know, I still, after that, I'm on the phone, you know, I'm talking to people. So I always make it a point to reach out to people, my sponsor. I've started to, <clears throat> like I've yeah. started to through this shit, mm-hmm. like, because I know that if I don't, like, it's going to be. I'm I'm gonna recess, like recess back into these old patterns of, you know, not being connected. And like right now, that's a thing. Like I gotta be talking to people. Well, and for somebody who, you know, has just done this and seen people, and now your own experience is that anybody two two part doesn't work through all twelve steps at some point or has worked through all 12 steps and has zero service in some way, shape, or form. And service isn't always going to be sponsoring somebody. You know, you two are fortunate enough that you have something that people want outside of, you know, uh, extremely big dicks and nice, clean <laughs> assholes, but um, just attractive personalities. You know what I mean? So I just called my asshole attractive. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Your asshole, your, is, your asshole is your personality. I was talking about your <laughs> asshole. But, um, but uh, you know, there are some people that you know in the rooms that will probably never sponsor people. But they're at every meeting. You know who they are. They're literally the walking example of 12-step. You know, that like they know that person. Like, oh, he's at every meeting. He's fucking crazy. And uh, he's still here. So like, why do you think that is? <clears throat> what do you mean? So somebody cannot be of service which is which is where the shit happens when you're here right Mm -hmm. like that's where the reward is i think you would agree with that right Mm -hmm. okay so do you think it's because they're hiding no i think that some people just may not be suited to sponsor there may be some somebody that a may not have enough time or b is just not going to be that vessel you know there's some people that have challenges mental challenges. Yeah. You know, let's say somebody doesn't have a vehicle, you know, and, uh, they need to meet up with these people. I mean, obviously we're in a different lazy as fuck recovery sobriety situation right now where everybody just wants to do it on zoom. Mm -hmm. But, but, um, you know, if you say yes to sponsor somebody, you have to have the time for that. But then that those people that let's say go to meetings, you know, they're the ones reading off the announcements talking about H and I that's their service. Yeah. That's the joke to where I, uh, you know, say uh, services like pissing on yourself. Everybody gets to see it, but you're the only one that truly gets to feel it. You know, that joke, which is good. So that person may get that same level of, you know, gratification from being of service in that level as you would sponsoring somebody. What so. about the people that follow you after you piss on yourself? Do they get to experience it? If they're standing really close. Yeah, but There's they, some they won't, sense. And- they won't feel it. You know, maybe it would this. be cold if they felt. It wouldn't be the same. <laughs> it wouldn't be as warm be and inviting. 
Wouldn't be the same. Inviting for yeah, okay. It's okay. Right. Well, you know, it's a nice warm piss. It's like inviting, I guess. <laughs> Comforting. Mother's <Right>. milk. <laughs> there's a tattoo. Uh there's did I send you the picture of the at my tattoo shop, the tattoo artist? He has something so. on the wall, I'm gonna send it next. It's uh it's a big veiny dick, and it's and there's a girl, and there's a straw coming out of it, and it says "Daddy's Milk." And I said, "That is, dude, that's the fucking that's beautiful." He said, "That's one of his favorites." I'm like, "Nah." I, I think, uh, you know, in trying to be of service, um, I really um, not sponsoring anybody right now, but I I think I enjoyed um, being a trusted servant at my home group, um, and it really gave me impetus to absolutely very least once a week i'd be there early and i'd open it up and i make the coffee i do this and that um and this covid shit is really is really eaten into my recovery and and i think it's easy for me to use that as an excuse and which is really what it is but um but uh it, it really has been a problem for me and you know um without sponsoring someone and, and doing zoom meetings all day at, at work and all this kind of stuff it's hard for me to get on and and do those virtual meetings. It's not um, hard. It's just laziness. It, it is. It absolutely is. Um, it's it, and and I think I I think that um, I I don't want my recovery to suffer because of this. And ultimately, if it does suffer, it's going to be on me and not because of a pandemic. And, the and I'll tell you, the Zoom meetings are just as close to being at a meeting as being in a meeting. Right. That you're not. You don't have the same feeling. But um, for me, I. <clears throat> for me, okay. For me, Ray. <clears throat> um, Thanks I, for uh, keeping it on you. I appreciate I, that. Uh, it's just it's it's different, you know. It's you. I get the same meeting feeling. Okay, like the the warm pee feeling, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Yep. That's the, good. The, the, grati- the gratitude for being there. The chance to practice <clears throat> the twelve step. Everybody can share. see you, but you're the only one that can feel it. Yep. That's yeah. the one. Uh, that's one of the first things I said in my second Zoom meeting. I think you were there. Like there's nothing better than a bunch of fucking addicts and Zoom meetings now getting to watch yourself speak so self-centered in the meetings. Absolutely. That Not only here, make your sure voice, you look you right, right. You know, get this, get the camera set up properly. Some people in those meetings don't give a shit what the camera looks like. <laughs> no, and that. you've seen some clips of videos <laughs> online that are just like dudes getting ready to pump lotion and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you've seen that. There, yes, there's my I mean, favorite, and I can't say it because I think both. Or one of you have been in a sober house, but my favorite are the sober house boys. But I love it. You know, they're all in the, they're in the room together, and there's like eight to ten of them in one room with one camera. Are they and all huddled together? Or their they're heads all like right. Next <laughs> yeah, they're to one all another? they're all they're all sitting <laughs> on a couch, which is cool shit. You know, because uh, there is variability, and in, in even late night. I mean, you know, California meetings eight nine o'clock. You can have them up till midnight. <laughs> Use the Tick off at forty one thirty seven. Uh, yeah, this has been the worst uh, so far in no, terms of references. No, it hasn't. You redacted like, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, <laughs> what's your recovery like like now? That's that's what I wanted to really focus on. We talked about relapse, which is shit. So, what are you doing today? Um. Well, <laughs> aside not go, aside from making excuses to why you can't go to Zoom meetings, I think. I think that you've got me on the spot now, and I and it's, I actually okay. I no I appreciate that's when that. people speak most genuinely. No, it is no. I'm not I'm not deflecting at all. I really like I appreciate that. No, I think it could be way better. Um, I I I dove in um with both feet initially. What's the solution? <laughs> and and uh, and I was writing feverishly on steps because my current sponsor does use a step workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, writing thousands of words. And I think what's the solution? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh and I did that for a while and you know, I I fell off again and I and I do think, you know, we talked about moments of concern and where like did you know that, you know, it could go different ways or whatever. I don't think I'm sitting at that spot. Um they describe it as like the uneasy feeling. Right. But it's like, I, I know that <clears throat> I could do a lot more. Um, so I actually today at work, I pulled up one of the steps that I had saved. Mm. Um, I'm, the, the step that I'm on uh, that I had saved on my desktop. I don't and, believe you. 
<laughs> uh, please redact at 4732. And don't let my sponsor hear this. So um, I pulled <laughs> open some stop work that I did like two and months I, ago and I read it. And I. <laughs> I did. I, I, I reread my stop work. I did and I masturbated to it because Ugh. I love to read my words. <laughs> Because I am very smart. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, in all honesty, mm-hmm. no, I didn't really do a lot of work today, but I opened it up and I answered a couple of questions or whatever. And, and the, the plan was, if I was really slow, it's like, I'm going to knock this the fuck out now and I'm going to call my sponsor this evening. Did and you? I'm, no, because I didn't. I really didn't, you know. What's the solution? <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, so my recovery now is... <clears throat> okay at best and mm-hmm. i know that i need to put a lot more work in um and i want to get to the point where i'm comfortable where I like where i feel like i'm doing the right amount of shit right now to uh to just what's the know? right amount of shit i mean it's a personal matter yeah it's, that is that's it, that's the right answer it's a hundred percent not <clears throat> there's nothing to there's be no said cookie there's, cutter there isn't and there's program. no speed at which you that's need why to do certain things or whatever good an- good question but there's no better time than the present moment Absolutely. to continue on. Absolutely. And in fact, you know... There are 400 fucking name drops in this shit so far. When I say There that, was just another one. No, it wasn't you. It was this idiot. What, so. did, what did I say? Did I say your name? No, I said you your said name. my fucking name. Oh. It's okay. He said your name a lot. Yeah, he did. I, did, I said your name a lot, too. But I, that's I really his name, because his name is my name. Yeah. John and- Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> no, 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 no. <clears throat> no, but... Uh, <clears throat> No, that's good. I mean, I, I would say that the craziest thing in the thing I try to reiterate to people is just get it like even close to way, the way you would get it, like you were saying, the way you fell back into the cycle of like he explained to me, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, driving up to Michigan, dumping a ton of money. It so wasn't fucking just, much. wasn't just like, uh, let me just grab a bowl once a week. <laughs> <clears throat> no, so, it was so, I'm gonna drop four fifty and I'm taking care of myself for the month. Yeah. And you know how much other shit I could have bought with that money? Like yeah, or stuff, other things that I could have done, but things nah. that you'd still have today. Well, it's good you stayed with that one substance. And Dude, and continue. that's that's my point is <clears throat> I'm grateful that I think I'm too afraid <clears throat> of the other ones. Like the experience that I had was a, like PTSD style. Like mm-hmm. I fucking but it's still it's it was commitment to that that substance the same way like i've never had that experience before right like you just the, did it like you would with anything else yeah well yeah every i day, mean that, every second every minute. that substance was then treated as though it was the other shit from years and years ago because mm-hmm. it was like if i if i ran out i'd be like fuck it whatever i'm not worried about it and a day later i would i would be in my car like <laughs> your car so, doesn't sound like that but no it does i it's appreciate you trying to seem uh seem very humble <clears throat> oh, like you're driving a '98 with fucking holes in the muffler. Yeah, that was that's that that the sound of no. A it's just car. it's just the crackle tune. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> the crackle tune. <clears throat> so what is uh? You've talked a little bit about yours, but but what's your what does your recovery or sobriety look like? It's today? just a commitment to be connected with people and to be in meetings and to do the shit that I was doing before. Like I've never been as happy as I was. I connect the dots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know what I felt like when I was doing that stuff. And I know how good that was and how, how well connected I was and the people that I was around that I cared about. And that's what I'm getting back to. Like I've reached out through the shit that's going on right now. Um, you know, to a lot of people just to, for that exact reason, because if I don't, then the alternative is I'm not working on anything. That's a positive solution. I'm working backwards back into where I just fucking, climbed out of to get back here right? right i think it's important to remember that your addiction is out in the parking lot doing push-ups oh my god there so. was well i can't blow up somebody's spot but yes it's actually no motherfucker <laughs> it's in here with me right now listening to this shit <laughs> right. uh, it's yeah. not outside it ain't that motherfucker it's out, not out it's on my back <laughs> um <laughs> and that was a true statement from i'm not going to share Another because person. i'm not going to blow somebody's spot up but uh yeah no, and I, I look. I'm going through really hard shit right now, and mm-hmm. it's just important that I stay connected, right? Like, yeah. you know, that's that's all there is to it. Like, I am amazed that I'm here right now. I looked for every reason to not be here. Like, and I had a pretty fucking good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. And yeah, so 
Your uh, answer was just way better than mine. I appreciate that. <laughs> He's going to focus on the one thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, take what you can and leave the rest. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's now cliche hour. Yeah. On uh, Easy Does It. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just run them all. Just, yeah. just open up the meeting. Say your name. So that you can start it off. Be sure to bring a topic up and then share on it. And then... Uh, the first person, too. <clears throat> yeah. And then like, just bring say, that shit up and then sit in the awkward silence for 10 seconds and then start sharing on your own shit. Like, that's my favorite shit. So, as far as having willingness, let me explain them what my willingness is. <laughs> let me explain why I asked about this The reason topic. I brought this up, <laughs> let me tell yeah. you for 17 and a half minutes. Let me clarify. You know what's beautiful? <clears throat> What about the 35-minute topic? Hold on, hold Not on. Not two-word topic. I got something for you, and okay, this is sure. something that I really fucking <clears throat> I want to express. So we're really good. Like, you're really good at it, and you're really good at it, and we're good together at shit-talking. And, you know, even to the point where we are in meetings and shit together, and, like, and you've said it before, like, you do your best to, like, be of service in the meeting and, like, offer something, right? Yeah, I try before I come in. But we still meeting. sit there and talk shit from time to time. Like, you're mm-hmm. not, you can't lie about yeah, it. Like, I tried to, you tried, that's the that's the difference. Like, you try to put it out there, try to be free of it. So I read, last week there was a meditation, and I'm really trying to read the meditations mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Just, just for today? Yeah. And <clears throat> there was one about listening, and it, it resonated so, like, firmly deeply whatever you want to say with me um both words are very descriptive and can be construed as sexual so you're welcome um but about listening specifically and about not having to be right and that specific meditation through a few meetings that i've been to now has snapped me back out of that headspace of you know having the right answer being right all the time being irritated by people that are talking about shit that I don't necessarily agree with. And like it happened last night, Mm -hmm. right? Like I was aware of that and what I read and then people talking and things that I didn't necessarily agree with where typically I would be thrown into like this downward spiral of negative thought processes and just internal shit talking like fuck that motherfucker. Like this shit's stupid. Fuck that. You know, all the stuff that I think anybody has experienced at some point in time, but I'll talk about me. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, that is something that I've struggled with over the course of time and like immediately snap back. Like, I need to listen and I need to not be right. And maybe there's something that I can take. And there was like mm-hmm. there legit was. And that was the first time that I've had that experience, even before this last go round with trips to Michigan and the rest. Like the first because dude, toward the end of like me actively participating in recovery, I was always fucking irritated. <clears throat> it was always didn't matter. Like I was right. I had all the time. I had the ego. I had, you know, that time in my mind, I identified as like, that makes me better in some regard, which is so weird because it's stupid. I didn't see that from you a lot in the way you acted and in meetings. I didn't even know that. It's not something that I I didn't know about you until you explained it here in the last. It's not something that I would ever convey because I knew it was wrong, but like internally is a different dialogue than externally. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm aware enough of the things or the way that I behave, you know, on the outside that I watch that shit. Like I'm really (coughs) careful on how I communicate. And like sometimes to my detriment, like that's a situation where if I would have said that shit to you, you'd have probably been like, wait, dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, we need to look at this. Yeah. Like, why are you thinking that you're better than anybody just because you have another day or two or year or two or dude, I've had people in meetings that have a fucking significantly less time that had, you know, things to say that I was like, whoa, oh, like, holy shit. But like still, even through that, I still wanted to be like chest puffed out like, mm-hmm. yeah, motherfucker. <clears throat> and like, it's just silly. But at the end of the day, like that's something that I've got to pay attention to because it doesn't <coughs> it doesn't fucking mean anything. You should you want to drink another sip of your diet Pepsi? <coughs> fucking no, right. Gary Delabate. Pubic hair <laughs> stuck in my throat. <laughs> okay. Bunch of pubes. Right. Bunch yeah. of pubes. You can't get out. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Speaking of pubes, no, never mind. No, but uh, <laughs> but no, the thing, the way I I heard it expressed or I read it somewhere was, um, and I don't even think it was sobriety or recovery. It was just in general about hearing a message from somebody that's speaking and the way that it was put was, uh, you know, there's lots of 
way leave the words out of it. Just somebody's mannerisms, the way they blink their eyes, the way they move their face or hands or, you know, continue to lick at the left side of their jaw. Um, yeah. Um, leave that, leave that out of it. You know, then you're dealt with the words. So what then, about when their lips go up underneath their nose? Yeah, what happens then? That's a good one. Or they have cotton chops. <laughs> right. <laughs> or but, what uh, about if they have an aggressive posture and they only speak with their <laughs> bottom teeth? What's that mean? Right. Just, just the bottoms. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> that's aggressive posturing, Danny. One oh, of, shit! One of them said. One of them said. Uh, <laughs> all right. One I, of them said something about if you think the way you should be listening to a speaker is the same way you would if like your child got hurt and you're trying to find out what's wrong, or you're trying to get directions, or that's so hard. Yeah, and really, no, that's but, so hard. But I mean, if you focus on the speaker being that way is each person speaking and you're trying to just hear the message that they're delivering. It's the principle. It's a little more right? useful. Yeah. It's, a it's, more it's useful. the principle. It's not the personality. That's mm-hmm. where the struggle yeah. is. Yeah. So if you, if you pray to God or your higher power before the meeting, it may or may not be removed. It mm-hmm. may only be snippets while you're there, but again, you're at least going to have awareness. It's of awareness. It. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Even if you, if, if you haven't solved the issue entirely, it's there in your mind where you're like, I really hate this guy, um, but I'm going to listen to him because he, even so, um, you know, even though he has body odor and. Dude, you just literally repeated the thoughts I was having about you. <laughs> like literally the exact thought process that was going through I hate this my, guy, yeah, but he does have a thing or two to say. Idiot. You smell he rubs, terrible. Rubs hemp all over himself. <laughs> yeah. There's Tom's fucking deodorant. Patchouli. Patchouli. Yeah. Grown man. Yeah. Tom's of Maine. Put Tom's there's, on. there's no risk of aluminum anything with Tom's. You're <clears throat> right. good. Yeah. Problem. That's a, that's probably a huge problem. You think it's a, you're gonna have <clears> testicular gonna test- cancer? I know that's my big. No, no, penile cancer is my biggest fear, not testicular cancer. Like they just start cutting. Will you share chunks of your dick off when it happens? I would. I would need you to see it. <laughs> I would need you to see just. <laughs> a would you invest? Chair. Would you invest money to have a robotic penis rebuilt? A hundred percent, and even be, with no feeling, it would be seventeen inches long. You would just be like Mr. Roboto, yeah. That's and whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like go go gadget penis. Way more than you. Yeah. <laughs> way more than you. That's all that matters. That's that's it. It doesn't matter. Whatever so, you whatever your measurements are, it's going to be one point seven inches more. <laughs> Dude, we can two we can dick wrestle with your bionic dick, and I will still win. Two more inches of girth. <laughs> two more inches of girth. I want to hear about uh, before we get out of here. I want to hear uh, a war story, something funny, using using story, something ridiculous. <clears throat> I don't like the way this is. You want forced. me to start? Yeah. How Go about ahead. that? Okay. I'll continue with my uh, running from the cops when they're not chasing me. Okay, from the first. That's not really a war story. That's just a paranoid weirdo story. (laughs) You can you can do whatever you want when it's your podcast. Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, the one was using. I mentioned that one. The The one with the fat guy and the pants around his leg. The Russian story. Oh, okay. Okay, one where I shit myself. So this this one this one is just just the a, serious look on your face when you just said the one where I shit myself. It's really good, thank you. But I'm going to bring this one up because you talk about one of your biggest issues being fear. Yeah. So in this, thanks for putting my shit out there all the way. I appreciate that. In this, as you as if you haven't already, you're a coward. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But uh, and to describe, even clean, even in sobriety or recovery. That I that that fear. I don't allow fear. I don't have control over it. That fear of the past and the future calls me to act out in the present moment. So, um, you're pissing. I get a three way. I get a three. (laughs) I get a three way call. Uh, No, my cousin calls me and and uh, from prison and says, you know, he wants to call his girl up and um, you have to have be on a certain list. So anyway, long story short, I put money on his phone. Um, you know, and so I call and every time hit the button, put it in my pocket and then their phone call just goes on until it's done. Right. <clears throat> so I put it in my pocket, open up the door, set the alarm off, turn it off. I'm in the house and probably 10 minutes later, I'm up in the kitchen and I look and there's three sheriffs. I immediately run downstairs I'm telling, you know, my daughter, 
And my significant other, be quiet, be quiet. We're in the basement. Be shh, shut the fuck up. I get out my phone. I'm like looking on the clerk of court's website. I'm like, fucking if this pops up and says I have a warrant, what the fuck? Hitting search, <laughs> looking, looking, peeking out of the small hole in the blinds, not even moving them because then they'll know I'm in there. We see you in there. So after what seemed, what felt like, 20 minutes was probably like five minutes. I realized I set the fucking alarm off. Oh my God. So I go upstairs. I open, I, you know, I tell her like, this is fucking so stupid. Open up the door and they're like, yeah, I, let me go back the whole time. They're talking to my neighbor. Yeah. I know he's in there. I just saw him go in there. So I don't know. (laughs) They're knocking. I'm fucking freaking out. Um, but yeah, Trying to so, climb the walls and balance on the ceiling so nobody sees you. So yeah, everything that I had up until that point, I had already turned myself in. That <clears> was in the past, but the the ridiculous perceived fear that I had from my past that of future events that weren't even happening caused me to run in the present moment. So mm. fear, fear is a fucked up thing for me. You know, um, I'm more aware of it now if I'm operating in it. Um, but yeah, so that's my that's my uh, third of four installments of running from I'm somebody when they're not chasing me. Credit card. That's scenario. I would, that that's a totally different story. Yeah. But <clears throat> that's that's three of the four times I've run from cops oh, that oh. weren't that weren't chasing me. I thought you meant three <laughs> of the four good war stories that you were going to tell. I didn't. No, I didn't hear the rest of no, your no, statement. No all right, Dan. We've all, all we've all, right. all got one. It just. Yeah. All right, sir. What's what's yours? Listen, well, I used to take care of horses, and this one time I had to jack off a horse. I, with, I, I, I inseminated it myself. I jacked it off with my mouth. <laughs> I was the vessel, the receptacle, if you will. That's uh, why they call it a mule. No, I, I've told you guys this story before, um, but I think it speaks to the insanity of trying to quote unquote get clean mm-hmm. by yourself. Okay. Um, so I I met this guy. Um, at and I you, fucked him. <laughs> um, we had one night of passion. No, uh, I so I met him at um one of my dope dealers' houses. You know, mm-hmm. so this is always a great story. Um, and we decide, you know, instead of buying uh, heroin this time, we're going to buy some Suboxone. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, and it's not to get high. It's we're going to get clean. You know what I mean? We're going to get it. We're going to break it down. I and I don't even know this guy. Um, but that's, you know, that's what happens. These are the guys you meet and, and I'm surprised I sold it to my dealer would never sell me that chick because no, no, I no. knew what my deal was. Like he's about to try to kick he, it. Fuck that. Right, like, We're exactly. out. We're out. And it, and it wasn't, we, he knew a guy, right? Oh, did he? Okay. he knew a guy who knew a guy. <clears throat> that's how it always went. So, so, you know, uh, he gets in my car. He's like, I we're going to meet up with this dude. I feel like he didn't really even know this dude. It was just some skinny punk who just talked shit the whole time. He was just, you know, in the car trying to smooth talk us and be our friend or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm like, this is great. I can't wait. I'm like, I'm going to get away from this shit. I'm going to still be able to use drugs, but just like little amounts mm-hmm. that'll keep me from getting sick. And I'll just, and one day I'll just be completely done. And I had this whole plan formulated. Um, the solution. I had, that was the solution. And we pulled up to uh, the supposed, you know, guy who was going to sell us the shit. Uh, we pulled up to the house and this guy, it was like a scene out of a movie, you know, like maybe it would be Joe Pesci and he's going to try to convince <laughs> you of something where he's like, he, he took our money. And as was, you know, it was exchanging hands, he's like, now this is the part where you guys need to trust me. And like, honestly, if his teeth like made a sound like, like, you know, gleamed in the sunlight. It, it couldn't have been any more perfect. Like, this guy's about to fuck us. And then you killed him. And then uh, that's when I committed my first murder. Uh, no, so he just, he went to the door. We saw him talking to a large man at the door and, like, you know, looking out at us or whatever. He went into the house and just, we just sat there for, I feel like a half an hour at least. Just get, we started to get pissed. And finally, I just went up to this guy's door. It was in the hood. Like, why would you ever go to this man's door? Mm-hmm. And I asked him, and he said, oh, yeah, he left out the back door. So we drove around town for another couple hours, and the and the crazy dude in my car was just like, I'm going to – like I felt like he might have murdered him if he found him. He's calling his his uh, house on, on my phone, leaving angry, screaming messages. Meanwhile, this is this dude's grandfather's house. Yeah. 
So we we never locate him. And I go to work the next day and I got a call from this lady who was so pissed. Like, why are you threatening my grandfather's life and all this kind of stuff about my professional job or whatever? And like this whole plan was the solution to like fixing my life. But meanwhile, I'm at my job getting, you know, yelled at. by. That would have been a good turning point to, to get clean. And I used for five more years after that. I mean, I, I think you I did. No, I don't think so. It was, you know, maybe another... It was pretty close to to the end there. Maybe it was a year or something like that. What a shitty place to be in at that moment. All the money's gone. It really was. No no money, no drugs of any kind, and just being sick. And it's like... it's like if I don't know a, why you didn't go to his grandpa's house and wait there for another 12 hours. I, so that's what I would have done. The details are like hazy I'd have had at this his point. grandfather tied up in a chair in the right, like yeah, Right. right. <laughs> I would have had him strapped up to you know a car battery grandpa. or whatever. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to call you, leave you another message, let you know we are in the basement <laughs> we're, with grandpa. We're in your fucking house. <laughs> I, think, I feel like we couldn't even find the house again. It was just such a shady interaction. It's like he didn't know this kid very well. But I mean, I wasn't a guy who was into you know beating people up or whatever, but I wanted to fuck this kid up. Like, yeah. Just the fucking smugness with which he said, now this is where you have to trust me. <laughs> the the California Jack move. Right. Yeah. How about you? You don't have to share. No, I'm, I'm good. Um, and I was thinking about it because I've got good ones, but you always ask me and it's like on the spot and I'm trying to like fucking figure out a good one. So, so far removed. Here's a, yeah, well, from this, yes. Um, so I remember I was in a, I was in a work vehicle. I was coming through a, a prominent part of town that was not the fucking hood. Mm-hmm. And my tags were expired, and I just copped. So I had, you know, a significant amount of shit on me, um, heroin specific. Mm-hmm. So probably like 20 fucking bags, right? Uh, got pulled over, and I had a giant Arizona iced tea in my fucking Chevy Cobalt fucking <laughs> cup holder. And I remember going into full panic and eating Every like swallowing every one of them, chugging the Arizona fucking iced tea, <laughs> and the cop comes up and he's like, "Yep, your tags are expired." And I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm really sorry. This isn't my car. I can't go fucking fix it." Um, and he's like, "Well, this is your one warning." Like he goes back, takes my license, looks at shit. I'm like, "I'm fucked," but everything's in my gut, right? So I'm not really <laughs> concerned about it. Uh, he comes back. He's like, yeah, I don't want to see you on the road again until this is updated. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, I wasn't being paying attention to tag. Like, I didn't give a fuck about that. So left there, drove up. Uh, you know the area because you lived by it for a very long time. But there was an outside car wash that was kind of up on a hill mm-hmm. um, behind a restaurant right there yeah. by that speedway. <laughs> yep. And I pulled up there and pulled into one of those car wash bays. And I, I probably hadn't fucking eaten real food and. I don't know, you know, a week, week and a half, something like that. And I didn't have enough in my stomach to even try to make myself puke. So what I did was I chugged that fucking iced tea fruit punch bullshit that I had until I was sloshing in my guts. And then I just pulled into one of those car wash bays. And God forbid there was there were people on both sides of my bay. Just listen to me wretch as I'm barfing <laughs> fucking, you know, 20 bags worth of shit up. And I got 14 of them. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I got 14. And I promise you, I got the other six. It just took a few days. And it was a different <laughs> angle. Right. So, that's and the fucked up thing about that is, um, not the, to be disgusting. The opiate shit comes out. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> So trying to crack open a bowling ball that comes out of your ass isn't the easiest thing to do, but... Did you use a chisel? (laughs) Yes. Um, Be it my fingernails. (laughs) um, But I was willing to fucking put that shit in my body after I got it back. That is still one of the most horrifying ideas. Like, dude, I'm talking about in my fucking veins. Like, I'm going to take a poop bag... And I'm going to make this work that's been floating around in my intestines for mm-hmm. fucking two and a half days. And it's already been in other people's poop. It has. Doubt. So yeah, like, well, you're the third turd it was in. Yeah. So I right. basically I've got a three poop scenario swimming around in my veins. <laughs> and I'm surprised that I didn't get sep- you know, sepsis or get septic and die. Like, I, dude, I took such terrible risks. But that was one that really sticks out of my mind is like. Wendy um, says the best toilet water, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> clearly be- based on all the motherfuckers <laughs> that end up not great there. Yeah. 
if people if people stay and have listened this whole time, there are probably going to be many people on the call that that uh, that understand, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and For it's sure. to think back to that, <laughs> and you know, you know, the victorious feeling that I felt when I found that shit. No shit. Like, I felt so good about it, and like, think about that. Like, thinking about that now, like, makes my stomach turn. Mm-hmm. But that's like just the degradation of being in a spot where I didn't want to have to spend more money. I knew that I was coming close to being out. And the solution is, um, here it is. It's here. Yeah. It's right there. And I, I fucking found it in an office bathroom, which is even fucking worse. Cause like it was at, like, <laughs> at my job. Like they're like, why is he in the bathroom for a half hour? I'm just digging. No, no worries. We're good. Yeah. Just, just trying to shit. Yeah. Examining a pebble. To Thank God for rubber gloves. Um, that I don't even think I wore honestly, but, um, yeah, that was pretty fucking bad, dude. And mm-hmm. like thinking about it is pretty gross, but that was probably the, one of the worst things, the grossest things, definitely not the worst, but yeah. the grossest thing that I did for sure. I think that's a good spot to, to wrap it up. Unless, uh, is anything else? Yeah. I was 12 once to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> I don't I, even know I, what that means. I don't either. We're talking about condom use. Ah, that's that's where we're going. I see. Hey, who does that? Please cut this off. <laughs> I don't want to encourage any bad behavior fucking, whatsoever. Everybody fucking, should do that it. That fucking the end. family guy thing that he just did was the most the weirdest thing he's ever done. <laughs> well, I'm, buzzy I'm, noise after. Oh, it was a it was a fart noise. Oh, okay. I'm a love Jew, by guys. the way. All right, love you too. <laughs>